World's on fire. Our culture is disintegrating. Hey, pass the salt. It's time. It's time. Hey, you, pass the salt. You know why it's disintegrating? Because we're jellyfish. Hey, pass the salt, will you? Pass the salt. Pass the salt, amigo. It's time. It's time. I think they could give us a new name. I believe we are Evan Jellyfish. Hey, we have passed the salt. Pass the salt. We need salt over here. It's time for Pass the Salt. Pass the Salt. But we like to share the gospel without any backbone to it, see? The views, opinions, and seemingly outrageous comments expressed in this program are based on the Holy Spirit leading of a man called Coach. I gotta ask you this out there, Christian America. It's time for Pass the Salt with a coach, Dave Daubenmeyer. Hey, so let me apologize for the fast one I pulled on you yesterday, not showing up to work. Oh, it was my wife's idea. It was my wife's idea. She said, you're going to make Jared, you're going to make those guys get up early and do your show? The guys that run it? She said, let them have, let them have a day off with their family. So I started feeling guilty. So I threw a fast one on you because I told you the day before we'd have a show, and then I decided I wouldn't have a show. Hey, Spencer, I'm writing down right now. Uh, what show number is this one today, dude? Seventeen sixteen. That sounds like a date in history. Seventeen sixty nine. I just wrote that down. I'm gonna keep a running total of that. So, uh, uh, welcome here, Matt. My goodness. Uh, I woke up this morning and looked across what used to be my living room, and it looks like uh, what would they call it? a yard sale. It's like a yard sale in my living room. Tables and dishes and bowls and boxes and pies. And we had a big party here yesterday. I don't know, 30, 35 of us. Family, nothing, nothing like a good Thanksgiving vacation or uh, celebration. On, by the way, again, uh, my Michelle and I's 43rd anniversary. Hey, we're going to do communion. Get a communion. It is Friday. Get a communion. And uh, I got up this morning, walked out, and <laughs> looked around. I thought, oh, my goodness. Because I saw how hard Abby and Maggie and uh, uh, Michelle and I think Betty chipped in a little bit and Barb, how, how hard they worked kind of cleaning up last night. And it's still, it still it isn't even close to being cleaned up. And I understand why when my wife hit the bed, it was like she was gone, like drugged. And she woke up this morning, walked out of there, and saw it all again. The aftermath, if you know what I'm talking about. So we had a we had a we had a great day yesterday, but boy, I got a lot to get done today. And a rain snuck in on me. I was going to do some work at Sky High today, clean some things up, and the rain sneaks in, just enough to make it muddy. So I don't know if I'm going to get to that. Did I say get a, get a communion? We're going to take some communion here. Uh, so I'm going to start out real nice. Um, got a uh, well, got some stuff we're going to talk about here today. You'll be glad you tuned in. Not many did that I see. Most people sleeping in thinking, forgetting what day it is. But we're going to start with Myra's going to pray us in, Joe's going to do communion, and then we're going to we're going to dive in. I'll talk to you today about, well, I'll save it. I'll save it. Am I? Are you going to save it, Coach? Uh, yeah, I want to wet their whistle. Maybe I'll wet their whistle a little bit. Hmm? Maybe I'll wet their whistle. What's normal? What's normal? Go ahead, Myra, pray us in. Joe, get ready in your USC shirt. They're out of, out of put you on dark. Yes, Coach. Go ahead, Maya. Uh, good morning, Harold. Uh, today's reading is going to be from First Timothy 4, 1 through 4. First Timothy 1, 4. First Timothy 4. First Timothy 4. 
No, one four, through four. Yes. It's on the screen. Okay. It is written. Now the Spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter days, times, some shall depart from the faith. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. I hear this misquoted all the time. I hear people call this in the last days. It's not the same, friends. It's not the same. Last and latter, not the same. Go ahead, Myra. Yes. Some shall depart from the faith. Do you think some were doing that in the earlier days? Were some also doing that in earlier times, I wonder? Or was it only in the late latter times that people will depart from the faith? You have to think when you read. Go ahead. Yes, coach. Given heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. Doctor, you mean the devil has a doctrine? Lutherans do, Beth, Methodists do, Baptists do, and the devil has one? Ah, interesting. And his, his doctrine would be what? Keep going, Myra. Yes, speaking lies in hypocrisy, having their conscience seared with a hot iron. You know what seared means? Seared means that they take a hot iron and uh, helps the blood coagulate. That they, you're bleeding and they touch it with a real hot rod of iron and you stop bleeding. So a seared conscience means your conscience doesn't work anymore. By the way, that's as a result of doctrines of devils, which we'll get to in a second. Go on, go ahead, Myra. Yes. Forbidden so if, to- if your conscience gets seared, what good are you? If you don't have the ability to recognize right from wrong, what good are you to anybody? You can't, you can't be a worker for somebody. You can't be a boss. You can't be a wife. You can't be a spouse. You can't be a mom. You can't be a dad. If you don't have a sense of right and wrong and stay by it, then you, you, you end up nowhere, which is kind of what we're going to talk about today. Go ahead, Myra. Forbearing to marry yep. and commanding to abstain from meats, yep. which God have created to be received from received with thanksgiving of them which believe and know the truth. Wow. You mean I can eat pork? Yes. Whoa, that goes against those dietary laws here. Wait, what we got going on here? Did God change his mind? Huh? Forbidding to marry, commanding to abstain from meats. By the way, I tell you this, uh, if you connect the verbs and the adverbs and the adjectives and the modifiers, it says, uh, hmm, Latter times, some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. And what are they doing? Forbidding to marry and commanding to... Who's doing that? Who's doing that? The doctrines of devils. Some of you getting nervous. Some of you getting nervous. Go, go ahead. You yes, go Coach. For every creature of God is good. Wow. And nothing to be refused. If it be received with fence given. Wow, 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 wow. I'm not going to get into that because I'm not a theologian. What do I know? I don't know as much as Pastor Billy Bob. And he says that you can't eat that. So Pastor Billy Bob sure certainly knows more than I do. But I do find that quite ironic. That evidently it's okay to eat a pig. Evidently. I'm, I, I don't know. I'm not a big pork eater. I guess it's okay. Hey, Dale, it's okay to eat. Uh, uh, they call them crawfish, although they ain't really fish. Call dads, we call them up here. Let's be okay to eat them again. Because everything, so what's it say? Uh, for every creature, God's good. 
Nothing to be refused. Boom. Wow. Hey, Boy, there's, there's, there's there's my theology out the window. There it goes. There goes my theology. Go ahead, Myra. Yes, coach. Holy Spirit, you're welcome to coach Dave Haddle, and we open our hearts to you. I unleash resurrection power, love, joy, and grace on you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Did you guys recognize the gift? Did you recognize the gift that I just displayed? I'm not bragging, okay? I'm not bragging. Because some people are not able to think as they read. Somebody give me a thumbs up. Some people just read, and they don't think as they read. See, those words mean things. Every one of those words mean things. And if you don't learn to think as you read, you're going to just follow Pastor Billy Bob. When, in fact, this a lot of this, we, I, could, I could right now, we could go to an argument for an hour and a half over what we're reading here right now, could we not? Because a lot of this flies right in the face of things that people believe, things that we've been taught. But here's what I see. The Spirit expressly in the, that in the latter days, not the last days, not in the last days, but in the latter days. Am I, am I in my last days or my latter days right now? Right now, to me. Last days or latter days? Well, we won't know, will we, until I die? Then we say, well, he was in his last days and didn't even know. He thought they were latter days because they don't mean the same thing. And what happens in latter days? Some's going to depart from the faith. Are people departing from the faith now? Yeah. Were they departing from the faith 100 years ago? Yeah, yeah, they were. Were they departing from the faith 500 years ago? Yeah, they, they were. Well, I thought those were latter times. And they're going to give heed to seducing spirits. Seducing spirits? Doctrines of devils? What? What are those doctors, doctrines of devils? Speaking lies and apostasy, having their conscience seared the hot iron, forbidding to marry and commanding to abstain from meats, which God has created to be received from Thanksgiving with them. I could never understand why a Catholic priest couldn't get married. Never, still can't understand. The Lord said, be fruitful, multiply, replenish the earth. And then he tells priests not to get married. Does, it, does, anybody, does anybody think as they read other than me? So that doesn't even make sense. Be fruitful, multiply, and replenish the earth. And the leaders of the church, not you, you're not allowed to have sex. And so it gets perverted, and then men without sex turn to other things, often little boys, and then they become bishops. I'm just, hey, look, I'm just out. I'm just thinking as I'm reading here, all right? Joe, save me here, will you? Save me here. Yes, sir. Um, can we turn to... First John 1, 5 to 9, please. First John 1, 5 through 9. You're not going to miss what I talk about today. Hang on. What we're going to talk about. Sorry, that's not arrogant. Okay, Joe. Yeah, there, bud. Okay, here we go, sir. Then this is the message which we have heard of him and declaring to you that God is light. And in him is no darkness at all. Mm. We say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness. We lie and do not the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. Well, I, Joe, I need about an hour and a half just to unpack those two verses. I'm not going to do it right now. But if you're just, folks, if you're just reading, like I hear people say, uh, 
I read through the Bible every year. Yeah, well, do you think through the Bible or you just read through it? Because there's a difference. There's a difference. We're supposed to meditate on the word. Meditate on it. Lord, what does that really mean? Go ahead, Joe. Yeah, I was up late finding these verses that seem to be correct for today. And uh, uh, if we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves. And the yep. truth is not in us. Amen. Boy, oh boy. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from mm. all unrighteousness. Mm. So, Joe, let's take a minute. Let's just take a minute, all of us out there. Just take a minute and confess your sins to the Lord. Just go take. Just go ahead and take a minute. Look, He's not keeping score. He doesn't have a. He doesn't have a checklist, right? But as they come to your mind, just say, "Lord, I'm sorry for that. I'm sorry for that, Lord. Forgive me that, Lord. Lord, forgive me that backbiting. Lord, forgive me that gossip. Lord, forgive me that." Lack of caring. Forgive me that those words I said. Forgive me, Lord, for not loving my neighbor as myself. Excuse me. Forgive me, Lord, for not being a good representative of you. Forgive me, Lord, for being ashamed of you. Ashamed of the truth. Forgive me, Lord, for not speaking up. I know I should have. Forgive me, Lord, for loving my neighbors more than I love you. Forgive me, Lord, for loving myself more than I love others. Amen. Good, Joe. Um, now if we could go to 1 Corinthians 11, 23 to 26. And then have your bread and wine ready. And I'll say our little prayer. Heavenly Father, dear Jesus, thank you so much for today and another opportunity for us to be together here and remembering all we owe you for what you have done for us, Lord. And in this time of remembrance, we thank you that, that you do forgive our sins and just have done so again, Lord. And this is only possible because of what you did for us so many years ago. And we ask you to bless this bread and this wine representing your body and your blood that you shed for us. And we're so grateful that you have a father that that gave you his only begotten son, that we may have everlasting life. And we earth that we thank you for all the other things you restored to us, this, especially the authority that we need in these dark times that we are find ourselves in now. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So that the Lord Jesus, that same the, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. When he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me.
After the same manner, he also took the cup when he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as oft as ye drink it in remembrance of me. Amen. As often as ye eat this bread and drink this cup, ye do show the Lord's death till he come. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And thank you, Coach, and thank you, everybody. Have Amen. First today. Amen. Amen. Uh, Amen. They think maybe USC might make it into the Final Four, Joe. We'll see if that's going to happen or not. Well, if they were just two points ahead. It would be a two, if they had two points in one game, a few games back. Um, I think they lost by one point, <laughs> and uh, it would be. Guaranteed. Hey, Joe. Hey, Joe. That's why they count the points. I know. I know. One point matters, dude. They, they do know how to score this year. They do know how to score. Yep. So they so they don't they don't deserve to be. Hey, so what's normal? What's normal? Start. Let's start out. Where I got some really really good stuff today. I, I I just I know when the Holy Spirit's on me. Hey, Paul, I just sent it to you. Um, somebody just sent this to me, so I forwarded it to you. Transvaccinated. Transvaccinated. Because we're going to talk today. Uh, hopefully, we're going to talk today about what's normal and how how did we get to the point. Where other people are determining for us what normal is and what normal normal is. I'm gonna show you, I'm gonna show you some examples here today. And we really don't even know what that means anymore. And I wrote a commentary back in 2009, I think it was, um, called Change the Words, Change the World. And that's what they're doing to us. They're changing the words within the church, the meaning of words within the church. And because they changed the meaning of words, remember this. The devil is a liar, and he's, his greatest weapon, his only weapon, really, is deception. He's a master of deception. Did God really say? See, Adam, I'm sorry, the devil didn't come in and change the truth. He just questioned the truth. The first word that came out of his mouth to Eve was all, did God really say that? Huh? Where'd you hear that, Eve? You're deaf madam. Come on. You sure you got it straight? Well, and she said, well, yeah, but he said that if we eat it, we're going to die. Oh, you're not going to die? Yep, that's folks. And nothing has changed. And the job of the enemy is to challenge and question and deceive everything we know to be true. That's the, the entire world around you is focused on, I'm sorry, let me turn that off. The entire world around you and around me is focused on deception. Deception. Why do you think they say that the devil comes as an angel of light? If he showed up wearing a uh, with a tail and a pitchfork, you would recognize him. But he doesn't act like that. He shows up as an angel of light. He just gradually, slowly changes things and you don't even notice he just gradually and show, slowly in order to protect you believe me they're doing it just protect you they just inject in you a little bit of a of of a well what do they call that a little vaccination it just and it's just a little bit in there and yeah it's not really healthy but it's going to save your life and they inject it in you and then your entire dna changes and it all started with a lie that you're going to die from a virus. 
We live in a country and in a world right now. I want you to think long and hard about this. If you were to say to somebody, what does the normal person believe? Could could we make it? Could we make a what would they call a profile? Could we make a profile of a normal person? And we're not very good. We I'm talking about we, God's team. See, here's the here's the one of the real fights that we're fighting in Christianity. Is Christianity demands we be truthful. And most of us try to live by that. I have a hard time. I have a hard time lying. I'm oh, I'm capable of it. But it doesn't feel good. I have a hard time cheating. My buddies were my my family, they were playing. I didn't get poker. I love to play poker. It's so easy to cheat in poker. To try to cheat. But it doesn't feel good. It just doesn't feel good. It's 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 not even good. It doesn't even feel good to when I was coaching to win a game because the refs made a bad call. It just didn't feel good. I'm glad I'm glad they missed the call, but it didn't feel good. You with me? And so what they've done is Betty read, I'm, I'm sorry, is Myra read this morning, they've seared our consciences to the point where the average Christian is no longer offended by lies to the point that they just accept them. They just accept them. Go along to get along. Reach across the aisle. Who am I to judge? Huh? You love everybody, coach. Don't be just. See, that's all. That's all. Those are all elements of deception designed to pull you away from the truth. Hence, walk away from God. That's it's all designed that way. And you won't believe this. Betty uh, joined us. Betty and Rube joined us for Thanksgiving dinner last night. We didn't have one. We didn't have one uh, political discussion last night. All of us in that room. We're not not one time. Why? Because the Bible tells us that foolish and unknown questions avoid. For they do engender strife. So many times I wanted, I want. Oh, there were some in the room that I wanted to make sure that I got a shot at before they left. Do you know what I'm talking about? But I didn't. Now that's different than if they bring it up and then I go on full. Well, that's different then. But I wasn't there to sow discord amongst the brethren last night. Wish I had a bit, but didn't. And so, what's happened to us in this contention for the truth? This desire to contend for the truth. We have allowed the most obvious, blatant untruths go unchallenged. Go unchallenged. No, people, people, women say they're men and it goes unchallenged. Men say they're women and it goes unchallenged. Right? Right? People say, well, God made me homosexual. That goes, un- goes unchallenged. Right? Because why? We don't want to, we don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. We don't want to. Contend for the truth. So what is normal? So I'm going to pull this up here this morning. I can't remember who sent it to me. Whoever did, thank you. It's only a minute. This guy, see, this is this is the uh, absurdity of the absurd. This is where it takes you. If some, if I could identify right now, friends, if I could come, if I were to come out right now and say that I was, uh, I'm a woman. I've, my whole life, I've just felt this need. Uh, I'm I'm a woman. And all of you out there, dumbasses that you are, sorry, sorry, Lord, I didn't mean to say that. Uh, Sorry, Lord, yes, I did mean to say that. Uh, Accept it. You just accept it, that I'm a woman now. Who's dumber? Who's dumber? 
But see, we live in a culture and a society where they are intent. The devil's team is intent on feeding you the absurd and you swallowing it. Boom. So if I can say that I am a, I am now a woman and you accept it, the government accepts it, the teachers teach it, everybody accepts it, then why can't I say, uh, I don't know, uh, I'm not an American. I don't owe taxes. I identify as a non-taxpayer. Why can't I go and negotiate a deal for a brand new tractor, bring that tractor home and say, oh, when they come and because I didn't pay for it, and they come to get the tractor back, say, no, no, you can't have that. They said, well, sir, you signed. Oh, yeah, but that's not me anymore. That, that was a different guy. Are they going to accept that? Or are they going to believe that? They said, well, sir, here's your signature. Dave Dobbin. He said, oh, no, no, I'm not David. I'm DeVita. I'm not DeVita. That's not me. You can't have my tractor, right? You see the absurdity of where this goes? And so we got this guy, this kid here. He's going to talk about being trans-vaccinated. And we'll look at it, and it's absurd. But it is really where non-truth leads us. And until we recognize this is going on, we're not going to get victory over it. That's like I, I cautioned somebody the other day. I can't remember who it was. Somebody, my, it was my wife, my beloved, mm, sweetheart wife. She told me somebody had COVID. Now the top of my head about blew off because there ain't nobody got the original COVID. But we got to quit saying it. We have got to quit saying it. What's that new one now, Michelle? What's that new flu everybody's got? What is it, Paul, that new flu everybody has? RSV. TFRT, PTS. What is it, Paul? RSV. Well, RSV. could be Ebola. New COVID. It's the new COVID. Why? Because we have been programmed to not question lies. And if you question lies, they pull your medical license. They ban you on Facebook. They take you off of YouTube. They throw you out of your church. Somebody say amen if you know what I'm talking to you about, right? So here's what I know. Truth must be unbelievably powerful. It must be unbelievably powerful. If the enemy is so intent on not having you here. I'm going to show you two two real quick videos. Go ahead and play this trans-vaccinated guy. This is absurd, yet true. Go ahead. To let everyone know, uh, I would like to let everyone know uh, that I am now trans vaccinated. Trans vaccinated, that's right. That's someone who believes that they are vaccinated, but I'm really not. Okay. Um, I made this decision because I felt as though I was being attacked in the world for not being vaccinated. And uh, so I decided to uh, become trans-vaccinated. If you agree with me, I appreciate you. And if you have been vaccinated, please accept me as one who has not been vaccinated, but I identify as being vaccinated. Thank you. Thank you all. I love you. It's the absurdity of it, right? But on today's standard, he's right. He's right. He wants, they want us to believe what we know is not true simply because they believe it. You get it? You get it? 
Hmm? <clears throat> Some man with a dong ain't a woman. I'm sorry. It just ain't, ain't never going to be. And he can cut it off. But yet we are silenced and programmed because I got to show you another one real quick. And I'm going to crack, crack something open here for you. Uh, one of my favorite all-time people, literally. Pull it up for me. The great Woody Hayes, number one. Now, I got let, let me set let me set this background for you. This is Woody Hayes. I think this was done in I think this video was done maybe in 1975 or 70. It's an old one. You guys know who Woody Hayes was, the coach at Ohio State University. And they're going this guy's going to ask Woody Hayes about uh, the Playboy magazine started coming out with uh, the Playboy All American team. Now, it was a way for Playboy to draw in more viewers, so they would name their uh, All-American football team. And Woody would never let one of his players go have their picture taken to be in Playboy magazine. Woody Hayes never had a football player be on the Playboy All-American football team. You with me? You guys follow me here? And so they ask him about it. And daggone, what? This is... I want to go back to this. This is what I want to go. This is the America I want to go back to. Go ahead. It's only, it's only two minutes. Go ahead and play, Woody. For instance, would not let any of your players go to uh, the Playboy headquarters in Chicago. That's if they, right. If they were picked for that team. Because those people are trashy. I don't, I don't go for people like that. No. Those people and are they trashy. they run an honorable program. Heck, one year... They picked us, I think, last in the league or something and picked another team first. The other team didn't win a game because I didn't let her players go there. No, uh, we don't need stuff like that. Mm -mm. You let a youngster go up there and get into trouble, I I would feel accountable for it. So let's just not even talk about people like that. They don't deserve to be put in the same level of Ohio State football. That may sound snobbish. If that's the case, I am snobbish. Because I try to make something from Ohio State football that people can look up to, and believe me, they do. Amen, Woody! What did he say? Those people are trashy. Amen. They'd fire him today, wouldn't they? They'd fire him today. Those people are trashy. What would happen if I let one of our players go there and something happened to him? I would feel personally responsible. Why? Because I knew those people were trashy. Ah, bring back Woody Hayes. The, hey, the sheets. Uh, hang on, I'll get to all of you here. I just, I got a couple points here. I got to make before I do. Okay, so we get, so we make sure we get that head in the right way. Because here's what, here's what got me going. <clears throat> well, wait a minute. Once I get down here, I ain't gonna get back there. Hang on. Point number three. I'm going somewhere today. Golly, it's seven thirty already. Are you kidding me? Thanks, Stephanie, for the boom. Russian lawmakers pass law banning LB, LGBTQ propaganda among all ages. <clears throat> Are you reading this, folks? I'm not going to read it all to you. Russia has banned LGBTQ propaganda, not just among children, but all ages. Hmm. Interesting. I wonder if the Ukraine has. Hmm. You know, I saw a statistic. This is this is unbelievable. I saw this this morning. 97% of Americans have a bad opinion of Putin. Why? How could that be? 
Do 97% of the people have a bad opinion of the queen? But now the king, 97%? Or is it our media who wants to spread homosexuality, deviant stuff? They want to spread it to our children. Is it the media that's telling us not to like Putin? Or are we just coming up on our own? Seems to me, I, look, I'm not a Russian. Seems to me that Putin is sort of pushing back against what we might call here in America traditional family values. And isn't it amazing? All of the media hates the guy. Did you know this? Did you know that the Russian people love Vladimir Putin? Did you know that? See, we're under the idea here in America of the old Russian Nikita Khrushchev hammer on top of, no, no free speech. Do what the government says. And we've become that. We have become that. Our government is Pravda. No, no. Our media is Pravda. They tell you what you can and can't say, who you can believe and who you can believe, what you like and what you don't like, what you're allowed to say and what you're not allowed to say. And they say, Putin bad, Putin bad. And 97% of Americans agree with it. Say, Coach, what are you trying to say? We'll go to number four. Go to number four. California teacher fired, fired, allegedly for refusing to read queer books to five-year-olds. A teacher in California, Joe, teacher in California got fired because she would not read LGBT books to five-year-olds. She's a Christian. She said, I'm not doing it. And the church school said, no, you have to. That's our curriculum. And she got fired. She needs to go to Russia. (laughs) She needs to go to Russia. She can get a job in Russia. She can't get a job here. Tell coach, that's that coach. That's come on. That's not normal. Oh yeah, we'll try number four. Try number four. What? Try number five. See if I got them backwards. Kroger. Had to pay $180,000 to workers who were fired after they wouldn't wear LGBTQ pride symbols. Kroger fired two people because they wouldn't wear the homo badge. They said, we're not doing it. We're not for it. We're not for queer badge. They said, okay, boom, you're out of here. Calls Kroger $180,000. If you don't think that propaganda, anti-Christian propaganda is at the heart of the American culture, You don't understand what's going on, friend. You don't understand. They not only want you to accept homo, whatever you would call that, they want you to teach it to the kids. And if you don't teach it to the kids, you're going to be fired. You're going to lose your job. You're going to be disciplined, right? Right? Yeah. So the Russians aren't for homo. And everybody hates the Russians. How does that work? Hang on. I know you want to get in there. I got to do a little lesson here first. So I said, ah, discrimination. We're big on discrimination. So I did what I always do. I went to Mr. Webster and said, number six, what's discrimination? Now, remember, Webster, this goes back to 18, I didn't check it to get my math right, but that 1850s is the Webster Dictionary. 
Webster says discri- uh, discrimination is the act of distinguishing. What? I thought that was racist and bigoted and homophobic. No, it's the act of distinguishing. The act of making or observing a difference. A distinction as the discrimination between right and wrong. So it would seem to me, Clay, discrimination would be a good thing. That you would raise your children with the ability, with the the ability and the act of making or observing a difference. You would hope that you would hope they would, wouldn't they? That you would be able to discriminate between a carrot and a plum. That you would look at and say, hmm, carrot, hmm, plum, uh, dog and cat. Yeah, that's discrimination. That is the state. Wow. Wow. So I thought, wow. I wonder what Merriam Webster, his stepchild, would say about discrimination today. Number seven. Uh, discrimination today is. Uh, prejudice or prejudicial outlook, action or treatment. The act, practice, or an instance of discriminating categorically rather than individually. The quality or power of finally distinguishing. The act, uh, that finally down at the end, they said, okay, well, the act of making or perceiving a difference. But you would agree with me that discrimination today has a bad meaning, right? Yeah, sure it does. You're discriminating. Yeah. No chit, Sherlock. Yeah. They taught me, my parents taught me to discriminate. The Bible taught me to discriminate good from evil. But today, we take that word and mean it in something different. Say, well, coach, sure, sure. sure. Well, what about gender? What's what gender? Pull that up there, Spencer. What number is that one for? Gender is, make sure we get them in the right order. That's not, no, give me Webster first. Give me the other guy first. Uh, number... Number, where is it? Gender. From Webster. Change the words, change the world. Uh, gender's a noun. And uh, to beget or to be born, to gender somebody, a woman, a wife, sans gen- Properly, uh, gender is to properly, kind or sort. Oh, and <laughs> in sex, it's a male or female. Hmm. Really? So gender means to create, for the most part, to beget, to be born. And by the way, you're born either a male or a female. So that would mean that if I'm transgender, I'm what? Transborn? Made up creation? Well, what's hey, what does it say today? What does gender say today? Number nine. What does number nine say? Change the words, change the world. Why, a subclass within a grammatical class, such as pronoun, noun, adjective, of a language that is partly arbitrary. Yeah, partly arbitrary. Gender is partly arbitrary now, but also partly based on distinguishable characteristics, such as shape, social rank, manner of existence, or sex, that determines agreement with and selection of other words or grammatical forms. You get what you're saying? Nobody knows what a gender is. Uh, gender is whatever you want it to be, whatever you want to throw into the soup. It's okay. Hmm? Wow. Change the words. Change. Uh, the behavioral, culture, or psychological traits typically associated with one's sex. Associated with. Just associated with. Right? 
Hmm? Oh, and then they throw in their gender identity. Folks, do you see what they're doing to us? Why, by the way, do you think in your public school they're teaching old Mr. Webster or uh, trans Mr. Webster? Which one are they teaching to the kids? So you're surprised when your children come home and they have an entirely different understanding of words. They're teaching a new language, right? One more. One more. Uh, what is normal? What's normal? Uh, normal is according to a square or a rule, perpendicular, forming a right angle, relating to rudiments or elements, teaching rudiments of first principles as normal schools and friends. Normal. 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 What does um, his transgender normal say? Miss Miriam, what does Miriam say about normal today? Uh, conforming to a type, standard or regular pattern, characterized by that which is considered, considered usual, typical, or routine. Right? Hmm. According with constituting or not deviating from a norm, rule, procedure, or principle. Deviant. Deviant? Is that a word? Did I throw that in there as a word too, Spencer? Why, I think I did, didn't I? Why, I did. Go down there to bottom, Spence. What does Webster say about deviation? A wander or turning aside from the right way? Huh. A variation or a common or a, sta- a variation of a common established rule, such as male, female. Men having sex with women. That's, by the way, that'd be normal. And for a man to have sex with a, 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 a man would be a deviation. Would be abnormal, really. Well, what does Webster say about it? What does Miriam, what does trans Webster say? Today's trans Webster. Uh, deviation. Uh, deflection of the needle, no. A difference between the value and frequency, uh, no. Dist- departure from an established ideology or party line. Okay, noticeable or marked departure from accepted norms. So the truth would be today, someone who is transgender is deviant. They're deviant. By the way, root word devil. Deviant. But see, they're telling you, Clay, you're deviant because you don't agree with their deviancy. You're the deviant. Folks, do you see where this is going? I'm going to open the door, door up here. You see where this is going? See what's happening to us? Right? Change the words, we change the world. And it's happening everywhere we go because we can become compliant and use that same language. And then your mother or your brother or your teacher will say, use their pronouns because that's respectful. See how, see how the game's played? And then all of a sudden you wake up and your, grand, your grandchildren and you are speaking literally a different language. It's both English, but it's different words, different meanings. That's where the battle lies, friends. By the way, it's in your church as well. That battle's in your church. Change the words, change the world. Am I done here? Getting ready to, oh, 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 hang on, one more. I got to do one more. Go to Mr. Webster and look up prejudice. Prejudice. Is prejudgment an opinion or decision of mind formed without due examination of the facts or arguments which are necessary to just and impartial determination? 
Number two says a previous bent or bias of mine for and against any person or thing. How about this? You think there are people out there who are prejudiced against Christians? Think there are any of those out there? Think there anybody out there that's prejudiced against uh, uh, MAGA? Anybody out there is prejudiced against that? Why is it only certain prejudices are bad? Who determines which prejudices are good and which prejudices are bad? Because when I look at a black person, supposedly I'm supposed to think, hey, Vinny, what am I supposed to think when I see a black person? Uh, let me see. You might I'm, supposed, you. I'm supposed to think dumb, uh, watermelons, chicken. Now, uh, look at here. What? What am I supposed to think? Because the media has done everything they can to make me prejudge a black man. They have told me, they give me this rap music that I can't even understand. And so therefore, that is the image that pops up into my head when I see a black man and then something wrong with me for believing what they've what they've taught me to believe. Are you with me, folks? Do you understand how propaganda works, right? Right? And they take these young black kids in the in the ghetto and they teach them rap music, and they come out, and I'm telling you the truth, they're not even actually normal Americans anymore. Are they, some black guy, help me out here. Are they, Vinny, are they even normal Americans anymore? It's, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And we buy into it as if it were normal. And what, here's the prejudice. Here's the prejudice. We say, of course, are you ready, Vinny? I hope you're sitting down. They say they're killing all these, the Five murders last night in in, uh, Chicago. Oh, they're killing people in Chicago. I say, who's killing people? Black people are killing black people. Why is it? Because gangsta music tells them they're supposed to. Boom. And then I'm supposed to, I'm the bigot when I simply see the same thing. You with me? Oh, this is so good. This is so deep. So deep. So deep. Uh, So what's prejudice? Prejudice is an opinion or decision of mine formed without due examination of facts. Everybody does that. We prejudge, right? We prejudge. Is it wrong for me to to prejudge a black man? Vinny, is it wrong for me to prejudge a black man based on all the crap they're showing me about black people? It's, It's not. No, because when I think of a black person, I think of Vinny. I think, you know, he's pretty normal. He's like me. But what's the media showing you day after day after day after day after day? Abnormal black men. Yes or no? I, I, yes or no? Yes. Yes. Golly, I've gone on a long time here. This is all important, right? So what does today say about uh, prejudice? You ready? Are you sitting down? What does Trans, Trans Webster say about prejudice? Oh, it is injury or damage resulting from some judgment of action of another. That's prejudice today. You get it, man? Change the world, change the world. Go, Ant, go, Annette. I'm going to try to get, tell us your story, not your life story. Go, Annette, then Ray, go. Go ahead, Ray, while she figures it out. Huh? Nobody there? Janine? Um, you, you change the word, change the meanings. Webster is 18, from 1828. Well, in the 1800s, you had all the isms that came on board into our schools. 
And also, the most important thing, they changed the Bible. Mm, oh, boy, boy. Different translations, right? Huh? Change the words, change the world, change the word, change the world. Ray, come on back in, can you? I love you, Ray. Roger. Quick question tied to prejudice. Is it wrong to dislike a person's culture? See, I really don't look at skin color. I really don't. But I do look at culture. Mm. And then there are some cultures I just don't want to be a part of or associate with. Is that racism? That's um, discrimination. Well, it, is it? Think, I mean, thinking, right? Well, it's, it's nothing about skin color. I just would not rather be a part of that culture. And I've often wondered, is that a bad attitude or is that racism or is that, what is that, if anything? So, Roger, I'll give you this example. Those of you in Ohio, maybe you can relate to this, okay? Uh, I don't want to live in Bexley, Ohio. I don't want to live in Bexley. And I can be also but with you, I don't want to live in Granville, Ohio either. Can I tell you why? For the most part, the attitude's snooty. Snooty. That's what Roger's saying. Doesn't have anything to do with the people. It has to do with the attitude that permeates that environment. That's what you're saying, isn't it, Roger? Well, yes, and, and I, I believe... Who, Roger, who grew up in Bexley, by the way. Go ahead. Yeah. But I believe that that is more important to me than skin color. As a, you, know, it's, you know, it's like it, I often joke, you know, I don't want to live by a guy that has a sofa on his porch. It's the <laughs> culture... Yep. Not skin color. Yeah, it's, but and I, I think it's if not I the individual himself. It's if not I were the individual. say that publicly, I would be told yes. I was racist, That's which right. I'm not. Yep. So it's not it's not the person; it's ideology. You don't like the ideology. Well, it, by the way, that that word could tie to culture. I, I being, do not want to associate with certain culture and ideology, but those are not. Well, discriminatory or racial things are we allowed to uh are we allowed to uh be judgmental about certain cultures i am probably jr yeah i want to apologize i thought your anniversary was today and i apologize for not sending you uh you and michelle congratulations 43 years man 43 years my birthday is tomorrow Birthday's tomorrow. Yeah, I was going to say, speaking of numbers, 70, big number for you. Yeah. And, uh, we're going to have a special guest tomorrow on our last call radio, not live. His name is Coach Dave Daubenmeyer. And he's going to, oh, BJ's going to grill him, going to find out where you came from. Everything you ever wanted to know about Coach Dave tomorrow morning. Not everything. Not everything. <laughs> I still know how to lie. I can, I can make assumptions. All right. <laughs> 10 o'clock tomorrow. Radio.live, coach, 10, 10, 15 a.m. Amen. Amen. Thanks, JR. George, come on in. George McCloy, new one. Come on, George. Step into the water. Got to unmute yourself, George. Well, he's figuring out Bernie. Yeah, thanks, coach. You know, then, you know, what we're saying, what do we associate when we say color? How come when we say black man, we don't think Clarence Thomas, Jackie Robinson, Willie Mays? Why Why do we associate it with that? I mean, I'm just saying we should not allow them to identify 
that bad culture as being black. That's right. There's so many noble, wonderful black people that that they should be looking up to too and modeling that. And they, and Bernie, they I know can some outdo white, us any day they want. I know some white trash too. Do you know any white trash, Bernie? Oh yeah, oh yeah. And it comes yeah, back I to what Rod was saying. Own heart. Yep, it's not the color. I don't want to be associated with. It's the culture. I don't you want don't to be get, associated. With. You don't get clean without the blood of Jesus. You don't get clean without the blood of Jesus. And Thank I you. discern. I, hey, I'm judgmental. I recognize that, and I don't want to do that. Wait a minute. I'm very judgmental with my kids too. When I was raising my kids, I was very judgmental. No, you're not going with him, and no, you're not going with her. No, you're not. It's called discernment. It's the same word as discretion. Right. So we've made we've made those words. We've made those words bad. Come on okay. in, Bobby. Yeah, what you're talking, the bottom line is the mass social engineering of the American culture in its entirety. All right, so the removal of the man from the home, the destruction of the family is on such a broad scale. I was saying 12 years ago that you're going to have bands of roving kids attacking and killing people everywhere in America. So on any given day, you can have not just one, but multiple reports of, of bands of kids from a few to up towards the hundreds of attacking and crushing people's skull in every day. So this is a bigger agenda. Listen, we're not just talking about Philly or Louisville, Kentucky. We're talking about the destruction of the family, removal of a man from home from every countryside, all through uh, eastern Kentucky, all of the backwoods area. So it's, it's, it's destroyed across the nation. But it's, so pre- it's more prevalent in the inner cities to go along with what you're saying. The media pushes it. They love it, right? Yep. But they don't want to talk about the mass destruction of the family on the countryside and in the backwoods areas as well. And one last thing, the men across the nation, where are they at? They're in mass drug rehab facilities. They're in mass jail incarcerations. Mommies raise the kids, blah, blah, blah. So how do you destroy a nation? You destroy the man. Well, you destroy truth. You destroy truth. It affects the man. I'm with you. Ray, come on in quickly. Craig, come on in while we wait for Ray. Coach, I think the better thing to ask is not what's normal. That's I heard best described. It's a setting on the dryer. I think the <laughs> thing that we need to go to is what is righteousness and what is unrighteousness and who gets to define that. Now, maybe you could pick up, um, have Spencer pull up First uh, Corinthians chapter 6, starting at verse 9. And maybe we could read through that. It's, it's a little lengthy, but I think it really talks about some things here, Coach. Yeah. Maybe read that. But maybe you could look up because in, in the King James, it has this word word called effeminate, E-F-F-E-M-I-N-A-T-E. Maybe you could look at that first before Silver reads it. Because I think it really addresses what you're talking about here. Can you bring up effeminate real quick, uh, Spencer? Can you go to Webster and look up effeminate? <clears throat> Having the qualities of the female sex or delicate to an unmanly degree. Tender, womanish, 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 weak, woman-like, tender, hmm, to grow womanish or weak. So when the scriptures say effeminate, go back there. That's what that's where Craig's taking us. Nay, do you wrong? You do know. No, you do wrong and defraud, and that's your brothers. Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? But not to be not deceived, neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, 
nor men who act like women. Hmm. George, come on in. Come on, George, trying to get you in here before we close out. Clay. George, you got to unmute. Come on, Clay. Yeah. Uh, let me get that. Nor men who act like women. Maybe we ought to figure out how's a man act. Huh? That'd be a good place. Jeremiah to 9, 4 through 6, if we can pull that up, Coach. In the ESV. What? English Standard Version. <laughs> oh, boy. It softened you up. Yeah, listen up. It says, let everyone beware of his neighbor and put no trust in any brother. For every brother is a deceiver and every neighbor goes about as a slanderer. Everyone okay, hang on, Clay, hey, Clay. We're trying to follow you, man. You lost us. Jeremiah 9, what? Four through six. Four through six. That would help. And then bring it up in that sissy version. What sissy version was that? English Standard Version. Oh, boy. Go ahead now, Clay. All right. Let everyone beware of his neighbor and put no trust in any brother. For every brother is a deceiver and every neighbor goes about as a slanderer. Everyone deceives his neighbor and no one speaks the truth. They have taught their tongue to speak lies. They weary themselves committing iniquity. Heaping oppression upon oppression and deceit upon deceit. They refuse to know me, declares the Lord. Mm. And what you were talking earlier about, about having, you know, family communications and gatherings. Uh, it's not time to keep the peace. A lot of people are trying to hold their tongues everywhere they go, even at their employers. And as they go about their days, they're trying to keep peace with their neighbors who are speaking iniquity to us. It's time to speak out and take whatever comes to us instead of, uh, just going along to keep the peace. They call peace, peace when there is no peace. Let's try George again. George. Okay. Can hey, you hear me? go. Amen. Okay. So my name's George. You haven't heard from me before. This is what I'm, I'm a relatively new Christian, but this is what I, uh, I heard. And what I, you said, um, there are differences, different Bibles out there. And there are, uh, Here's what I here's what I was watching on YouTube. Don't watch it happen. I saw a man that was Muslim get on there and say, "This is how you know that the, that our Bible is true. We have one." He said, "Look at the Christian Bible. There are many. There are many different Bibles there. This is true. The, there's a reason for that. The one reason is one name and one name alone. Satan. Satan has no reason to change that Bible or any other." Buddha, Islam, any of it. He has every reason to change ours because he wants to dis to destroy the church. United we stand, divided we fall. He knows anything. Now Amen. you said one one man, I, I think his name was Bill, said, Go to first John and uh first John chapter five. And well, I tell you, I was there. And this is what I found. You said two different Bibles. Well, in the uh NIV Bible. Um, just a brief history, a uh, man named, well, anyway, in the NIV Bible, if we could please go to 1 John chapter 5, verse 7. We're um, there. Okay. I'll just give a minute so everybody can get there because it takes me well, a second. Right on the screen. You better hurry. Yeah. We're up against the clock. Okay. F f 1 John chapter 5, verse 7. For there 
are three that testify in the new NIV version. In the King James Version, it says, for th there are three that bear record in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost. And these three are one. Now, the question when I asked in the NIV Bible, which is the first Bible I had, who are the three? I asked somebody, well, they're the spirits. What spirit? Okay, here's verse eight. The spirit and the water and the blood. And the, and the three are in agreement. Okay, verse eight in King James. And there are three that bear witness in earth, the spirit and the water and the blood. And these three agree in one. But he took, they take out, and there are several other areas that they completely take out the deity of the Lord, his name, and a lot of things. And that's because Satan wants to divide us. All and right, George. Hey, George. George, welcome. We're out of time. This is what we talk about here every day. They've been lying to us, George. Lying to us. The great deceiver has been lying to us. Hey, Thank next you time you see me, I'll be 70. See you on Monday. Happy birthday.